Hello and welcome to a new vignette for the holiday season. I'm your hostess, Sheila Dean, for the Unsanctioned Citizen podcast. <clears throat> so this is the first recording released since I got my new early Christmas present, the microphone, the new blue microphone. I'm still working with it and trying to figure it out and use the sound system, but more or less, I'm just grateful that I have a new mic to do my thing on. So, um, you know, with that, I'm, I'm going to keep this relatively short. I'm not going to add a lot of news commentary. It's just going to be mostly <clears throat> some, some talk. So what I have going in the background is um, is a 4K fire, the Yule log, which is one of the most comforting things that I can think of, you know, on a cold day, but just for meditative effect. So I tend to like peering into the fire. It unites me with all the generations of man before me and to succeed me. They, they can have one thing in common, staring into the fire and have a universal sense of warmth and meditation. <clears throat> so here's my vignette. This is of compasses and maps. Christmas is a time of uneven confrontations with expectations of the way life should be and the way it actually is. 2023 seems like a year of very uneven and unfair confrontations about the basic ways we live and conduct our lives coming out of COVID. Truth in hindsight has revealed some very unpleasant character realities among people we have known for a long time. Forgiveness has been up at the top of confrontational realities and for some people even partial forgiveness is still progress. At the beginning of 2023, we were still fighting the illiberal conditions of COVID government, and that included people who wanted to take all of the moral compasses and lock them in a drawer and then hand everyone maps that led to nowhere. So thankfully it didn't last, but now we're on the verge of 2024. So for perspective, I thought we should look at some other uneven confrontations. For example, gifts are presented. How you receive a gift in many ways communicates what type of person you're becoming. Despite the grumpy cynicism of many, there are plenty of people who are simply grateful for gifts. Yay! Others exercise license of criticism, flailing, exhibition of tantrums, and even crying if the gift they received is not what they desire. The latter exhibits not upper or lower standards, but a lack of personal maturity. A real gift is defined by its ability to be given freely to another. The giver should not have an ulterior motive, but many do. The receiver should not use gifts as a checkpoint or a reflection of their personal worth, but many do. What is not able to be controlled by the receiver is the gift itself. For a lot of people, this is no issue at all. For others, it's a huge deal. There are 
political melodramas that have been even started wars over the egotism representative gifts. The other is coming together with other people whose beliefs are flooding high towards how another person should be, act, and what their actions should be. They don't actually control anyone else's actions, but they try, which is one of the most unnerving parts of human gathering patterns for me anyways. We are in constant negotiations for what we need. The things that we have and need may be in neglect or disrepair or worse, completely out of reach. Then there's use of force, which is hated when you believe you're entering a gathering voluntarily. Unfortunately, at the end of the year, this is when people choose to force themselves to gather together. And that tends to be the time of year they are the hardest on themselves and others for unmade beds, unkept promises, and debts owed. Businesses frequently do not fire during the summer or the late spring when their employees could find better options. They frequently fire during the last month of the year in December around Christmas. It adds a unique tension around the term of the holidays. The iconic caroling and constant shopping, well-wishing and gifts can be a bright wall of sorts around deadfall circumstances and unmovable object dysfunction that unyieldingly persists despite your best efforts. However, it is all space trash orbiting the reason for the season. And that would be the giant mass of Christian believers who assemble, if only one time a year, for their respective moment of faith. Christmas is the holiday that observes the birth of the West Messiah, Jesus Christ, who was later sacrificed by a duplicitous Roman governor of Jerusalem. Jesus took a guilty political prisoner's place on the cross. He submitted to capital punishment powers for crimes he never committed. He died by crucifixion between two criminals, and he was derided by his captors for being king of the Jews. He was then buried by his family and friends. He resurrected to life three days later, continued ministry of truth of his presence as the living God, and then he ascended into the sky. The gift of the Holy Spirit descended to his apostles as omnipresence to assist and minister to people in their lives. So that's the Christian faith. So now to many, this belief system is hardly comforting for a lot more, maybe some who have never believed and others who've believed for a long, long time. It is of great comfort to them at Christmas time. Christmas time without the peace and generosity of spirit is just a malay of material exhibits and challenging forced associations, many of which people have chosen to do without. People do not cease to be British or judgmental or unforgiving if material and circumstances around a person is not to their liking because Christmas tis the season. Uh, the good news I have for you is that this gauntlet is only run once a year and we all get to begin again with the hope and reconnaissance for the life we intend to live in the new year. We hope and pray that God will help us do the things that make us celebrated and soundly anchored in our life. I wanted to add a few retrospective words to console and help people 
realize that faith can be taken personally by people who have none. The people who have no faith often want to crown themselves as God or whatever they see and survey, which proves hostile against common reality and personal free will. So if you don't believe they are God, which it will soon show, and conflict is certain. However, at Christmas, such delusions of grandeur don't have to be tolerated on the nose. You can just say what you believe. And everyone has the same power that way. The presence of something may illustrate the absence of another thing. So the great thing about faith is that God is capable of proving presence. So unbelief by itself is not a problem for me. It's an object of semantics. If they want me to not believe, that's something they can't really control either. To place me as a target in a fifth column is something I actually have some some experience with, so I really don't care if a genocidal sadist adds beliefs in God or is a Christian to the list of social crimes that are lengthening that have no real criminal code or penalty other than pissing off some global communist. Like, I don't, I don't care. So when I think about <clears throat> the challenges that, that precipitate from people who believe that they're, they're God and should control everything, including what you believe and what you think on your own time while you're eating a sandwich or having having a restful sit down at the toilet, you know, whatever you do, um, they want surveillance to give them that power. And so surveillance has only one real aim. It's to make you fearful of a watchful eye that is not God, but a group of interlocutors that want to control your actions. So if I have one gift to give to you today, as my listeners this season, it is to demonstrate a certain control over darkness, silence, and reserve of what is done on your own time as a private matter. You know, I, as an example, will be going through from this time forward through Christmas Day and perhaps a few days afterwards offline. So <clears throat> while that might feel de- like a certain deprivation, you know I wish you well. You know that I'll be back. Unless uh, a hammered head shark drops out of the sky and crushes me in traffic, uh, that th- the likelihood is very high that I will be back during uh, before the new year to do another podcast. So. so it has been a very rough year for the economy which I don't really need to say, but <clears throat> but through that, it's also been a purifying year for exhumed truth. And we're recovering from a medical complex that was consecutively gaslighting. You know, we're also recovering our boundaries as a nation state. I could use the word morality as an issue, but it... I don't think it would work. I think people really feel alienated from the world word morality right now because it has it's become kind of dissolved and atomized into these into tribal relativism. You know, morality just isn't it's just like a floating misnomer and it it, it loses its meaning in certain 
certain groups. So the operating word I will use will be tolerance because you can tolerate a person's ways and a point of view without adopting those ways or taking it inside of your life. <clears throat> and this is what I mean when I speak of tolerating the boundaries of morale. You know, if you're a decent person, you, you don't present pork as a meal to a Muslim. And you don't set up a lesbian on a blind date with a really stable guy. You know, you don't discuss your pro-choice views on abortion with your conservative uncle. And you definitely don't tell him you had one. Um, you don't tell your communist mother-in-law that you're not voting for the Democrat in the next election. If you're solicited for gender pronouns, and gender pronouns are not your religion, you can politely decline by saying, I have none for you at the moment. I have no pronouns for you at the moment. Thank you. So everyone can pry, but you can also change the subject. That's something you, that's in your arsenal. You can do that. You can change the subject. Peace and goodwill to all men on earth. Uh, you can say something in that vein. You know, how about those jets? You can present as absent on matters of strong faith about anything by simply omitting an input. I don't know. Or I don't need a position on that. Offer some soothing general goodwill and hospitality to follow up some of these sentiments because neutrality in a lot of cases is a buzzkill for those who want a certain type of relational satisfaction. So that's, that's because we're getting thrown together at the end of the year. These are my comments for, for the folks who are getting thrown together with other, other long year estranged um, and strained relations following up from COVID. It's, it's gonna be a little tougher, but also a little easier too. Truth makes things easier. And if the truth is on your side, you can be quiet. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, you don't have to take a tool out and bang it on their head. You, you know what's true. And when you have that, you, you're in, you're in a good position. <clears throat> so I guess those are my Christmas notes for you. I, I wish you all the best and, uh, a clean and light holiday. Uh, if you have any input for me here at the Unsanctioned Citizen, you know, take a load off of your your brother. Help him out. Help him help him be free. And I wish you a very merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Unsanctioned Citizen video. <laughs>